The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Keeping It Real with Lori Wetzel. This program is designed to discuss trends in real estate investing, promote financial literacy, and learn how to create financial freedom for your life. Get the hottest tips from experts in real estate investing and more. Now, here's your host, Lori Wetzel. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the U.S. of A. and across the world. Welcome to Keeping It Real with Lori Wetzel. And the real stands for real estate and financial literacy. We have another great show for you today. We're going to talk about no money, no credit. No problem. You can still do real estate deals. You know, some people think it's not possible to do real estate deals. But listen, if you're educated, there is a way to construct your deals appropriately. So it is a win-win-win situation for all parties involved. So a little bit about our show if you're brand new, if you've never listened to us before. Our show is designed to reach open-minded individuals who are willing to explore opportunities in real estate investing and financial literacy. Now, listen, this is just not about buying and selling houses, folks. It's more than that. It's really about freedom, empowerment, accountability, and just Creating a lifestyle, not only for yourself, but also being able to make a difference for your families, for your communities, and making a difference for the world. It's up to us. Now, each show is broken down into four parts. We're going to cover what's hot in real estate now. So for today's show, we're going to cover the Chicagoland area. We also have celebrity guests, authors, and entrepreneurs. We talk about financial literacy and then also your favorite emails that you send in as well as quotes. We'll cover that as well. Now, I want to play with people who want more out of life because you might ask, well, why should I listen to Lori Wetzel? Well, I will tell you why. Number one, financially, I lost my six-figure income job in corporate America due to two companies merging. So I was laid off. I had to reinvent myself. I had to generate revenue and replace my income. I did it through real estate. Number two, socially, we lead a team of nationwide real estate investors who are successful. So we connect through all mediums, social media, Skype, Facebook, live meetings and events. Technologically, it is time to do this business right now. 
We can live stream. We can help as many people as possible, both in the U.S. and worldwide. So people follow me not because they know me. People follow me because they know I know them. So what's the one thing that I know that you don't know and you should? I will tell you, you are enough. You are enough to do this business as a real estate investor and an entrepreneur because I like to be around the light bringers, the magic makers, the world shifters, the game shakers. I will challenge you. I will break you open. I will uplift and expand you. And I will not let you play small with your life. I am so excited today. We have two very special guests on our radio show. First, let's cover what's hot in the real estate market today. So I have Robbie Locasio. Robbie's background, actually, he is not only a broker, but also a general contractor. So he has a wealth of knowledge that he brings to the table when he works with his clients. So in the Chicagoland area, you know, every neighborhood, every suburb is unique and different. So he has the privilege of working with a team. And part of that team is also his wife, Dakia, who's also a real estate broker. Now, Dakia's background is in speech pathology, but she's also a broker. And it allows her to use her skills to understand people and do what she loves to do. So you have Team Locasio. But, and today we have one part of that team, Robbie. Hey, Robbie, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. Thanks so much for being with us. So listen, I know your specialty is in the Chicagoland area. You are a broker. Tell us what's hot on the retail market today in the Chicagoland area. Uh, Chicagoland, I'd have to say ranches and bungalows single-family homes. Uh, we have limited inventory, so when they come on the market and they've been updated, uh, they, they tend to go pretty fast. Yeah, I specialize more in the south, southwest sides of Chicago and the suburbs. Uh, when they're updated, they actually move pretty quickly. You know, Most people, since there is a low inventory, they're looking for a home to move into. Uh, they're trying not to move into the home that needs to be updated. They're trying to get into the homes that have already been updated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got it. And so when you say move quickly, are you talking a few days? Are you talking about a week or two, 30 days? What are you talking about? Yes, you know, probably within uh, 30 to 45 days. If, if the house is priced right, of course, uh, they do move quick. Like I said, there's low inventory. Uh, what we like to do a lot is, you know, completely rehab a property before they're put on the market. So they're completely done. New kitchens, bathrooms, uh, everything's ready to go. So they do tend to move very fast. And there's a lot of activity as far as rehabbing in the south suburbs and south Chicago. 
Okay. So tell me, uh, when you are doing the rehabbing, in general, we have a, a saying that um, sometimes people will like Walmart properties, some people will like Target properties, some people will like Nordstrom properties. In other words, when you are rehabbing, typically in the south or southwest suburbs, are they about like in the middle of the road with Target? You're not doing the high-end uh, artistic cabinetry and, and uh, handmade uh, items then that you would see in your Nordstrom type categories, are you? I wouldn't say it's the custom type of cabinetry, but we do use high-end stuff. We are using 42-inch cabinets, uh, granite uh, countertops, uh, ceramic or porcelain tile throughout the house. Uh, We do consider our houses, especially for the neighborhoods that we're in and some of the suburbs, to be considered luxury. It might not be custom custom per se, but it is definitely higher end. And how we are able to do it is is that we pretty much specialize in buying the houses that need to be, you know, completely rehabbed uh, from top to bottom. That's including we we finish basements with the bedroom and and a new bathroom. Uh, If there's attic space, we add bedrooms and bathrooms upstairs so we'll, we'll typically take, if, if we buy a three-bedroom bungalow somewhere on the south side, we'll take that property, add uh, one or two bedrooms in the basement with a bathroom, and then possibly add another one or two bedrooms upstairs. By the time we're done, our average bungalow is between four to six bedrooms and three bathrooms. Completely done, all tile, wood floors refinished, new kitchens, uh, you know, done to the max. Nice. And so what's your typical ARV for that type of property? It it really depends uh, on the neighborhood itself. But I mean, pretty much if, if we're going to be in between, if it's a bungalow and we're going to be somewhere, Ashburn neighborhood, you know, they could go for upwards of 200 to 230. Uh, if you're more in a Washington Heights type neighborhood, they'll be more around the 180 to $200,000 mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that and that's completely done. Like I said, we we tend to get better deals because we buy the houses that people aren't going to buy because they're not really livable. Got it. And then so that leads me into you have a, a niche market that you serve. You closely work with real estate investors. Tell me a little bit about that, Robbie. Yes, I'm an investor myself. Uh, so like I said, I've been in general contracting. I've been. Uh, rehabbing houses for Fannie Mae since 2010. We were doing all the rehab work on their foreclosed properties before they put them back on the market. Uh, So we've been working with real estate brokers that have been dealing with REOs and investors just through myself, either being an investor or through other groups. Uh, But yeah, we work pretty much directly myself with investors only. Uh, That's kind of my thing. Uh, I go out, I look at properties myself, you know, I, I actually grew up on the south side, so that's how I actually have knowledge of the south side. Uh, I physically see the properties myself. I could come up with the repair value on a house while I'm there. Uh, I have contractors already that if, if it's a new investor or an investor who doesn't have time, they don't have the contacts, 
that if I say it needs sixty thousand dollars in rehab work, I have a contractor that can do it for that sixty or less, and that's at the mm. same quality work that we do that I kind of described with the new kitchens and bathrooms and everything. I run uh, numbers as far as our minimum is always trying to make a fifteen percent profit. Uh, so we take that in consideration from the ARV. I take another fifteen percent out for all of your uh, buying, holding, and closing costs for an investor. Uh, so if they're actually using a hard money lender, that takes some of that into account. And then we take in the rehab. And basically what I do is when I evaluate a house, I put it out on an email, shoot it out to my investors and tell them, here's the numbers, this is the house, uh, this is the max offer that we could put in to make this deal work. And then if they're interested, they shoot back to me and then we pretty much try to put an offer in. So everybody that I deal with at this point is all investors. Nice. So Robbie, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Uh, The best way to get in touch with me is actually just to give me a buzz on my phone. Uh, My cell phone number is 708-845-1749. Or you can shoot an email to our email address, and that is Team Locasio. It's T-E-A-M-L-O-C-A-S-C-I-O at W-H-B as in boy, M as in Mary, R-S as in Sam dot com. Awesome. Robbie, thank you so much for being with us today. Really appreciate your insights and in your background as being a general contractor, as well as working directly with investors. That is such a valuable service that you offer. And it was a pleasure getting to know you today. I appreciate it. It was good to get to know you too. Okay, take care. All right, bye-bye. Okay, listeners, coming up next, we are going to have a conversation with a seasoned investor, Randy Pertler, on how to do real estate deals with no money, no credit. Before we go to our break, though, for our live listeners, grab a piece of paper. So the Keeping It Real with Lori Wetzel, our radio show, we have opted to cover the cost of a live real estate workshop. It will be on Saturday, November 19th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Central Time. We're going to provide a full day of real estate training at no cost to you, but here is the catch. This is only for the first 10 live listeners who are not already part of our real estate investing community are eligible. Please dial this number, 312 312- That's 312-242-3393. Leave your name, your email address, your phone number, and the best time to call you back either morning, afternoon, or evening. And this, once again, this is for our live listeners. The first 10 who dial 312-242. 242-3393. Again, 312-242-3393. When we come back from the break, we're going to continue our discussion with real estate investing and doing deals with no money, no credit with our guest, Randy Pertler. Be back in a moment. 
the boardroom to you. Voice America Business Network. Do you find yourself working tirelessly to keep your business going? Are you finding out that you don't have time for family, friends, any kind of personal life whatsoever? It's time to stop feeling trapped by your business. Tune in to Reclaim Your Freedom with host Shirley Dalton. You'll hear from guests that will help you work on your business instead of constantly in your business and get your life back while the business keeps running and humming. Reclaim Your Freedom airs live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on Voice America Business. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Effective leadership is what will propel the world, organizations, and businesses through a range of dynamic changes. How do you keep up with these changes, build skills, and lead effectively? Listen for Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations with Maureen Metcalf. Maureen offers tools and engaging guests who are leaders in their field. With each week, you'll work on and improve your skills to lead with confidence and drive your organization's success. Tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Business. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. This is Keeping It Real with Lori Wetzel. To reach Lori with questions or comments, please send an email to Lori at meetlauriewetzel.com. Again, that's Lori at meetlauriewetzel.com. Now, back to Keeping It Real. Welcome back, everyone. This is Lori Wetzel with Keeping It Real with Lori. And real stands for real estate and financial literacy. You must be educated to do this business. It's all about education. And it's also about relationships as well. Because real estate investing is a team sport, not an individual sport. So today we're talking about no money, no credit. No problem doing real estate deals because believe it or not, it is totally possible. Let me introduce my next guest. He is a seasoned real estate investor in the Chicagoland area, Randy Pertler. He actually has a background in sales and education, a former high school teacher and a coach as well as a former vice president in sales. So he's extremely knowledgeable in this business. Now, Randy has been doing this. He acquired his first income properties in the mid-1980s. So he's been in this business for a while. Real estate is cyclical. So you know we have our ups and we have our downs. But Randy has completed multiple fix and fit, fix and flip as well as wholesale transactions in the last 24 months and he also maintains long-term income property for passive income 
just a wealth of experience. Randy, thank you for being on the show today. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate that. Oh, man, let's play. All right, let's get to it because people will always come up to me and say, oh, I really want to do this business, but I don't have any money. Oh, I really want to do this business, but I don't really know how to structure a deal. It takes money to do real estate investing, doesn't it? And so I I chuckle a bit because those of us who are educated and know that the key to that education is applying it so that you can structure those deals appropriately. So give us an idea, Randy, about some of the deals that you've done, and then we'll go into some specific strategies. Sure. I would just say in general, over the last, I would say maybe three years or more, I actually, all of my real estate deals, they don't, do not involve any of my own money or own credit. So um, once you get to the point where you understand various strategies and can implement those in a creative way to help uh, people that have real estate problems, and that's what I see myself as in other investors, if they're doing it right, they're problem solvers. So you can solve people's problems without necessarily bringing your own money or credit into it. Um, if you focus in on the solution and helping people, um, you know that's that's the important thing. And it takes you in a lot of different way, a lot of different uh, directions. You'd mentioned wholesaling, which I've done a lot of over the last couple of years, um, which is basically getting a property under contract or getting it, uh, getting yourself an equitable interest in a property, so then you can go out and sell it before you ever take possession of it. Uh, but there's laws, there's things that you need to do that you're not, you know, violating the laws that a broker, you know, that you would need a broker's license for. But once you know how to do that, you can do things like wholesaling. And I've done subject to acquisitions, which a lot of people have never heard of. And that's, again, no, no money, no credit uh, strategy. Um, and then even the fix and flips, even things that do require money and credit, they require money and credit, but not necessarily your money and credit. So once you develop a relationship uh, with others through networking and have proven yourself as a knowledgeable real estate investor, you know, people will give you money to invest for them in structuring deals with equity partners and lending partners. So you touched on a couple of key points that I want to reiterate, Randy. Number one, I don't think people actually heard correctly. So I want to reinforce that for the last three years, you the real estate deals that you structure, you have not used any of your own money, correct? That's correct. Okay. And you've done multiple deals over the last three years, right? Oh, yeah. Yes, definitely. Probably over 30, 30. 40, somewhere in there over the last three years. Yeah, a lot of those have been wholesale. Some of them in fix and flip and others have been subject to. And none of those deals required my own money or credit. Wow. And then the second thing that was really just spot on and it's critical because sometimes real estate investors, I think they get a bad rap for whatever reason. Um, 
you know, some people say, oh, you're just an investor and, you, you know, you're coming in and you're taking advantage of people. No, if you're really doing this the right way and you said this earlier and I'm so glad that you did. Because as real professional real estate investors are problem solvers, our number one goal, right, is to serve the homeowner in need, the homeowner who is in distress, and we provide potential solutions for them. And listen, they all don't necessarily involve the investor purchasing the property. Would you agree, Randy? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely agree 100%. You really can create win-win-win situations for you, for if you're bringing in partners, um, if you're looking at uh, lending partners or equity partners plus the homeowner. Um, that's what really creates opportunities in real estate investing is that somebody has a problem. Um, and, and you have to, and, and I'm a big believer in this, not just knowing one strategy. You can focus on one strategy, but if you're able to understand and implement a multiple strategies, you're going to help more people. And the more people you can help, the more that you're going to get paid in doing so. And they'll be happy to pay you. I've got people that uh, basically have given me their property, um, taken over their payments, and they've called me multiple times thanking me. Most people say, are you crazy? Mm. They give you their property. Why are they thanking you? They'll give me you know, emails and phone calls and thanking me for doing that because they had a problem that I was able to take care of that, that for them. And uh, the more strategies, think about it. If you know, only know how to do maybe one out of 10 real estate strategies, well, you're going to help a tenth of the people maybe out there. If you know all 10, um, everyone that has a problem, you, you're a potential problem solver for them. And you know what? People will trade peace of mind for equity all day long because it's a problem for them and they're concerned, they're worried, and they don't know what to do. As an educated and professional real estate investor, you are, as just as you said, offering multiple solutions for them so that it gives them the space that the two of you can work together to solve that problem. And I think that is that is centered, that's focused, that is a key principle in being a successful real estate investor. Now, the third thing you mentioned, because you said a mouthful, is geographical state laws. Because when you're doing real estate investing, right, uh, mm-hmm. I know that both of us are located in the state of Illinois, but we have many listeners across the U.S. as well as international. So what are those local laws that are going to govern your real estate transactions? And it's key that you are educated and you are aware of those laws, correct? Yes. You know, there's there's some things I think that we could probably generalize that are universal throughout at least the U.S. in one form or another, you know, slight variations. So there's some generalizations I think that we can make. Uh, what's great about the real estate education that I've gone through is it does give you that general information that probably is 99% of the whole U.S. However, we have a local community and local study groups that we talk uh 
over deals with and we share information with and that's really where all the local um, and even you know you look at a city as large as Chicago which I'm in the suburbs um, you know there's pockets every you know municipality has a little bit different regulations on um, transfer stamps, getting transfer stamps, and point-of-sale inspections. Some have them, Mm -hmm. some don't have them. Um, You know, certificates of full payments before you can uh, deed the property over. So there's a lot of things in a local basis that, um, right right down to the municipality, uh, you know, within the Chicago suburbs, you're probably looking at, you know, maybe close to a hundred different, you know, regulations with every little city and town and village may having their own little different differences in terms of codes and in terms of, um, you know, transfer stamps and, and the transferring deeds. Absolutely. So the key is not only to be knowledgeable through education and also to be able to plug into a nationwide group of successful real estate investors so that you can work with them, uh, begin to apply that knowledge in your local area to do real estate deals. And I tell you, relationships are so important in this business. Both Randy and I belong to the same uh, group of nationwide real estate investors. So, you know, it's key to work and develop those relationships so that when you do your real estate deals, you can continue to take action and move forward. Now, Randy, when we come back from the break, we're going to drill down into some specific strategies. Is that okay with you? That'd be great. Okay, cool. So before we go to break, once again, this is a treat for our live listeners Uh, Keeping it real with Lori Wetzel's show, we are going to cover the cost of a live real estate workshop. Listen, it doesn't matter if you are in the Chicagoland area or somewhere else. We will stream online. So wherever you are, doesn't matter. You'll be able to tap in either live or on live via our webinar. The workshop is Saturday, November 19th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Central Time. So you will receive a full day of real estate training and we are covering the cost. Here's the key. It is for our live listeners only. So the first 10 individuals who call in our live listeners and you're not already part of our real estate investing community, go ahead and dial 312-242-3393. Again, it's 312-242-3393. Leave your name, your email, your phone number, and the best time to give you a call back, morning, afternoon, or evening. And we will reach out to you if you are one of the lucky winners. Once again, 312-242-3393. We'll be back in the in a moment with my very special guest, Randy Pertler, on doing real estate deals with none of your own money and none of your own credit. We'll be back in a moment. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. 
If you are an investor in gold or mining, or if you are thinking of investing, you won't want to miss the Mining Stock Report with Christopher Haugen. When investing in precious metals or mining, there are risks, as with any investment. But there stands to be some great rewards if you know what to look for. That's where we come in with mining experts, CEOs, geologists, and more. The Mining Stock Report airs every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Are you pursuing your passions in business? Is your purpose integrated into your brand? Are you telling your story? Building a thriving business stems from authentic communication that serves your audience, champions big ideas, and generates big impact. Learn how to grow your business in a more meaningful way by tuning into the Soul Show Hour with host Francis Leary. It's more than business development. It's soul and inspiration, too. Listen live every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is Keeping It Real with Lori Wetzel. To reach Lori with questions or comments, please send an email to Lori at meetlauriewetzel.com. Again, that's Lori at meetlauriewetzel.com. Now, back to Keeping It Real. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, This is my very special guest today, Randy Pertler, and we're talking about doing real estate deals with none of your own money, none of your own credit, and the key to that is education. You've got to know how to structure your deals. Now, there are three parts to any real estate deal. You've got the deal maker, you've got the doer, and you've got the dough. Now, the dough is pretty simple. It's uh, it's the funding for the deal. And it doesn't necessarily have to be your own money. You've just heard Randy share for the last three years, his real estate deals that he's doing, none of it has been his own money. But you also have what we call the deal maker and the doer. Now, the doer is typically your head GC or general contractor and all of your uh, subcontractors that you use in, in doing that real estate deal. Listen, I have the knowledge, but I am not the one to swing a hammer. That's not me. I'm not breaking down any walls. I'm not uh, painting. I, I don't do that very well. And I know my limitations. But I'm very knowledgeable in how to put that real estate deal together. And that's where the deal maker comes in. The deal maker puts the deal together. And that's where the education and the applied education comes into play. Now, when is the deal maker's job done? Some people will say it's when the exit strategy is applied and the property is sold or whatever exit strategy that you are applying in this particular real estate deal. But actually, that's not true. The deal maker's job is done when everybody in that deal is satisfied. 
And that's critical. We talked earlier about being problem solvers and creating win-win situations for all parties involved. And so it goes back to the deal maker and how you structure that deal. So Randy Pertler is with us today and he's sharing about how he does real estate deals with no money and no credit. So let's drill down to that. Let's talk a little bit about wholesaling, Randy. Okay, great, great. Um, yeah, wholesaling normally takes two forms, and we can talk a little bit about both. It's usually done through an assignable contract, or it's done through an option uh, to buy a pro- property at a certain price. So uh, to back up a little bit, you know, wholesaling, a lot of these gurus that fly into town, they make it sound like, oh, you can do money, no money, no credit, and very little knowledge, and you can do it. But really wholesaling, the best wholesalers are people that actually understand the entire investment process. In other words, they understand what a fix and flipper needs, because if they're wholesaling it to a fix and flipper, they have to understand their numbers and what's a good deal for them. If they're flipping it as a rental property, they have to understand, again, the end buyer, the investor that wants to hold on to it as a rental property to analyze it, whether or not it's a good deal. So, you know, the best wholesalers are either people that either have experience in those areas or if they don't, at least they understand the numbers and uh, how to analyze deals as a buy and hold or as a flip. So wholesalers provide, you know, tremendous service if, if they're doing it right. And what a wholesaler means is that you're, you're, you're uh, getting equitable interest in a property. So that gives you the right now to sell that property for a profit without ever taking possession of that property. So you don't have to worry about capital gains. You didn't really take possession of it. You're actually selling a piece of paper, a contract, and that can either be an assignable contract or as an option. Um, Lately, I've been doing them as assignable contracts. And what I mean by that is that Let's say, for an example, I find a great I find a great rental property, and uh, the property is I can get it under contract. I've negotiated, and I've got it under contract for a hundred thousand. Well, I did that because I knew that the value may be a hundred and five thousand, a hundred and ten thousand. Uh, when I ran the numbers and I analyzed the deal, um, negotiated with the seller, they're more than happy to sell it for, to me for a hundred thousand, and then. Uh, we've designated in the contract how much time I have before I have to close or assign the contract. I then work with what we call a buyer's list. So I create a buyer's list, people that I know are looking for properties, let's say in this case a rental property. I contact them. Once I have it under contract, I have the right to sell a property, to advertise, to promote, to market a property because I have equitable interest in the property. And then I sell actually the contract. At the bottom, I put in language that says, you know, for the fee of X amount of dollars, the uh, assignee assigns it to the assignor. um, And I put in that language so that everybody knows, even the person I first bought it from, I'll be open, honest with them, ethical, telling them, you know what, I like this property. There's a good chance I'm going to buy it. But there's also a good chance that I'm going to assign it to somebody else. It doesn't change your price. You're still getting your 100000 uh, I know you want this closed quickly. And if I sign it, I might even be able to close even quicker by assigning to somebody that can close even quicker than I can. So we explain that to them. So the idea is really you're selling the paper. You're selling the right under contract to buy a property at a particular price. 
So you you said a mouthful there with wholesaling, but I want to highlight a couple of things. Number one, no possession of the property, none of your own money. That's the theme of our show today. I Mm -hmm. heard that. And the key is, is that you have an equitable, equitable interest in the property. In other words, you control that property either through an assignable contract or an option. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. lately you've been doing assignable contracts, so that's key because you want to stay on the right-hand side of the law. You know, you cannot market a property that you do not control or you do not have equitable interest in because that would be against the law. So it's key that you have control of that or an equitable interest of that property. Uh, the third thing I heard you say is the secret to successful wholesaling, and it's that in buyers list. You got to know how to create that buyers list and what they are looking for so that you have the ability to run your numbers, analyze the deal, and know if your in buyer is a fix and flipper. So you know what they are looking for. Is this someone who maybe they are a high net worth individual. They want to keep their day job like a doctor or lawyer. But they're still looking to pick up some properties that they maybe want to turn into passive income for themselves. You want to know whether or not your in buyers uh, have cash so that they have the ability to close quickly. So mm-hmm. all of that is all of that I think are key factors in successful wholesaling. Did I sum that up okay? Yeah, absolutely. That was perfect. Yeah. Okay. And and keep in mind that um this allows you to do this transaction without having a broker's license. Uh, so some people listening may say, well, wait a minute, I can represent somebody else because I have a broker's license. That's, a, that's exactly right. If you're a realtor, if you have a broker's license within your state, you can do that. You can have a contract to sell it without taking equitable interest. But if you're doing that, if you don't have a broker's license, you're in violation of your state laws by acting as a broker without a broker's license. Um, the other beauty of this is normally it, it's not a, a set dollar amount, but at least in our state, um, most commissions are about 5%, uh, what they'd make as a broker. And that's if they got both ends of the broker fee and they didn't have to pay a managing broker out of their their uh, commission. Well, most of my wholesale deals that I've done lately, I make approximately, and it's, it's not necessarily that I'm going for that percent, but if I analyze it based on a percent, it's about 10%. It's about twice as much as the broker, the average broker fee, uh, would be charging here in our area. Um, and I, I think I'm worth it because I'm doing a little bit more than what a broker would anyway. Uh, by, by understanding it as an investor, analyzing as a buy and hold investor, analyzing as a flip, um, some people even help them through the process of you know uh, how they can get funding for the transaction. Uh, if they don't have funding already in place and yeah, questions about closing and so forth. So um, I provide, again, a service, and I've done the work to find the, the best deals out there possible and then wholesaling it to them so that, again, it's a win-win. The person that's selling the property loves it because we close quickly and we close it for exactly the price that I promised them. And then the end 
buyer is equally as happy because they're getting a great deal and it's basically came to them. They didn't have to research for it. It basically fell on their lap. Okay, so Randy, what's an average profit on a wholesale deal then, at least in the Chicagoland Midwest area? Yeah, you know, it really depends. I would say if it's a low-end uh, rental property, you know, somewhere the, the deals that I do that are, you know, maybe $50,000, $60,000 rental properties, you know, that's about four to $5,000 is about what normally I charge. But there's no, I mean, there's no laws, there's no regulations around it. It could be whatever you negotiate is fair. Um, we always tell people you want to leave enough meat on the bone. So, you know, if you want to go back and resell something to that end buyer, you know, you don't want to gouge every, you know, dollar you can. But on higher end deals, you know, those are very low end property values. If you're going up and, you know, it's a half a million dollar house that they're going to flip and they're going to make $200,000 on the deal, it's not unreasonable to to ask for 25000 Maybe the split could be, your your wholesaler field could be 25000 It could even be higher if it's commercial property. It could be $100,000. So it's kind of a relationship to the profit that the end buyer is going to make, how profitable it is going to be for them. Um, but, you know, you, you want to be reasonable and you don't want to be greedy and you also, you know, want to protect your reputation and you want a, a repeat customer. So if you you know, gave them a good deal and they see, wow, you know, Randy only made five on this deal. I'll, I'll do this all day long. You know, you'll make it up in volume. Awesome. All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about another strategy that's near and dear to your heart, Randy. Uh, seller financing, including substitute mm-hmm. strategies. So back in a moment with Keeping It Real with Lori Wetzel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. If you are in the sales field or maybe don't even know that you are, you need a plan to be successful. Every day we are engaged in business and don't even realize that it all comes down to sales. We all have something to say and need to motivate others to the same way of thinking. Sales Execution Optimization, the new SEO, is the show that gets you thinking and speaking whatever the product or service. Host Bill Bush will give you the tips you need to succeed. Listen every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Business. Get a unique and playful insider's take on the biggest stories in tech, media, and entertainment. Join Lori H. Schwartz, well-known technology catalyst, comedian, and geek girl, as she and leading experts in the media and content business dive into the biggest stories in technology trends, consumer behaviors, and its impact on Hollywood. If you're looking to respond to the tech-fueled changes in the marketplace, then tune in to the Tech Cat Show Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business and syndicated to Voice America Women's Channel. How is your work-life balance? In most businesses, no matter where you are positioned, there is always room for improvement. If you're an executive, learn insight about your business. Are you an employee? Learn how to better work with your team. Even if you're not in business, you can learn where your strengths and weaknesses can be played to their best potential. The Work-Life Balance with host Rick Morris can be heard live every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. 
This is Keeping It Real with Lori Wetzel. To reach Lori with questions or comments, please send an email to Lori at meetlauriewetzel.com. Again, that's Lori at meetlauriewetzel.com. Now, back to Keeping It Real. Welcome back, everyone. Keeping it real with Lori Wetzel. And the real stands for real estate and financial literacy. We're covering real estate deals with no money and no credit with my very special guest, Randy Pertler. We've talked about wholesaling. So, Randy, let's talk a little bit about seller financing, including your favorite subject, subject to strategies. Let's talk about that. Okay, great. Yeah, like like you had alluded, alluded to before where you said, you know, there's a deal maker and there's the doer and there's the dough. Um, a lot of deals, they do require dough or money, but they not necessarily your dough or money. And that's where uh, seller financing comes into play. You know, seller financing is kind of a broad term. It, it takes on, you know, a lot of different versions of that. But seller financing in its simplest form is just the fact that instead of going to the bank or another lender to get a portion, some or all of the purchase of a property, the seller is carrying back a note or some type of financing for you. So an example, a $100,000 property, you if the owner owns it free and clear, they may agree to $10,000 down and then you make monthly payments to the seller. Um, you know, in my parents' generation and earlier, that's how most of property was purchased. I remember my parents bought their first house with seller financing, 100% seller financing. So uh, it was very common. And then banks kind of came in and, and they all their different mortgage products and lending products and so forth. And kind of the owner selling, owner seller financing wasn't you know, the, the, the norm, and now it's a little bit, uh, you know, the anomaly, but it is, it does happen. It, it, it actually happens quite a bit more than people realize, especially in commercial properties. Um, but it's something that if you understand and you can structure the deal, again, if you don't have good credit and not a lot of money, it provides, you know, tremendous opportunities. Um, one of the specific strategies of owner financing that I'm particularly fond of, and that's you had mentioned that, especially because of the market, the time that we are in right now in the real estate market, subject to acquisitions are perfect. It's a perfect storm for that strategy. And the reason for that is there's a lot of people out there that need to sell their house, but they have very little or no equity. In other words, they owe as much as what they could sell their house for. In some cases, they owe more than that. Now, there may be some cases where a short sale makes sense, which trying to negotiate with the bank and trying to get them to take less for the property than what is owed. That's for another one of your shows. But let's focus on the situation where that's not a possibility. So uh, this just happened. One of the person, people from our community brought me a deal. I'll give you a specific deal that just happened last week. So uh, a, a couple that's lived in their house for quite a few years, they refinanced it not that long ago. They owe 104000 And right now, they probably could only sell it for about maybe ninety. Uh, now there's a problem, right? They have a problem. They need to sell their house because they're, they're retiring to Mississippi, but they 
they would have to come up with $10,000 to sell their house to cover that note that they have, plus real estate broker commissions and so forth. So you could, they may have to come up to as much as fifteen to 20000 to sell their house. They don't have fifteen or 20000 So I told them, I talked to them about all the different strategies they could use. What, what are their options? What could they do? And what does that look like? We got down usually at the end. I talked to them about a subject to acquisition. And a subject to is short for subject to existing financing. So what I propose to them, as I've done it before, and this is a way to help people in that situation, is I told them, listen, we can set up a contract where I am legally responsible for making your mortgage payment until either A, I refinance it, or B, I sell your property. So I'm going to pay for your mortgage, make your mortgage payments every single month until one of those two conditions and in exchange, you're going to deed the property over for over to me. Mm-hmm. So they basically have eliminated a hundred thousand dollar or more negative equity situation because I'm going to take over those mortgage payments for them. Now it's not a formal assumption. Some mortgages are assumable, uh, but others are not. And where you need to be educated and explain to people about is that there's something almost on every single mortgage that's called due on sales, a due on sales clause. No, I was going to ask you about that. Yes, go ahead. Yeah. And what people don't understand about that, they think that the due on sales clause, and you should read it in every mortgage, and usually when I meet with a client, I try to get them to pull out their mortgage, and let's find that exact paragraph. And it says something like this. If more than 25% of the ownership changes in the property, the lender at the lender's option does have the option or right to call the mortgage due uh, when when the transfer of ownership occurs. So there's some key words in every one of those clauses is that it says it has the option. It doesn't say that they're going to do it. It says that they have the option to do it. Just like if you're not paying your taxes, they have the option to foreclose on you. If you're behind on a tax payment, they could actually um, they could foreclose on you based on what their mortgage states. If you're not keeping the house up, if the gutters are need to be repaired and they're not being repaired, technically they could do the same thing. They have that option. Would they ever do it? Well, they would be kind of foolish. They're in the in the game of of. Uh, of lending money, not owning properties. In fact, as you know, um, when mortgage companies do foreclose and they have that unperforming, that non-performing asset, it hurts their balance sheet and it hurts their ability to uh, make other loans. So the reason I said earlier is that this is like the perfect storm is that mortgage companies have so many foreclosures already on their books. The last thing they want to do is extend kind of their right to, oh, so you've changed ownership. I'm going to go ahead and foreclose on you. That would be ridiculous in almost any market and really absurd in the current market that we're in. Got so, it. Yeah, so, Randy, we, so, oh, go ahead. so we have two minutes left. So I just okay. want you to wrap this up with regards to subject two. I think it's a great, great strategy. Go ahead. Yeah, it's just that I don't tell people, this is not your first choice, but this might be your best choice. So that's why I go through all the different options. And the people that I've worked with are so pleased with it because for them, it was their best option. 
it's better than all their other options that they had and I'm absorbing the negative equity. And what I'm getting out of it is I could either flip that property or in the case of this last week, I actually am now going to make over $900 a month positive cash flow and it cost me no money, no credit to do that. There you have it. Randy, we are out of time. Thank you so much. You are a wealth of knowledge and information as a seasoned investor. And you know what? Your heart's in the right place because you are a problem solver and you want to help and support people. Thank you once again for being on Keeping It Real with Lori Wetzel. Well, thanks for having me on, and it's a pleasure being any part of such a woman with such high integrity. I'm, I'm privileged to be on your show. Uh, thanks, Randy. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Uh, okay, there you have it, folks. Another great show today. Once again, for our live listeners, we only have a couple of spots left. If you'd like to participate in our real estate workshop online, 312-242-3393. Leave your name, email, phone number, and the best time to call back. 312-242-3393. On Saturday, November 19th is the workshop from 9 to 5. Okay, we're out of time. So let me close with one of my favorite quotes. Today, it's this. What consumes your mind controls your life. Take care. Until next time, keeping it real with Lori Wetzel. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning into Keeping It Real. Be sure to join Lori Wetzel again next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Central, and 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. We know you'll learn something new every week, so we'll meet here again soon. Until then, focus on keeping it real and live a life of success.